everyone. Thanks for listening to Rebirth. I wanted to let you know that the next circle of Sit in Your Center is live August 23rd through September 17th. Sit in Your Center is an online self-paced retreat for women to reclaim space and clarity. This class follows the cycling of the moon to bolster support, connectedness, and ground you in yourself. Gather practical strategies and practices to clear the clutter out of your mind and re-inhabit your body. This class is for the woman who needs a little space and is ready to reclaim her empowerment through embodiment. Check out more details at katebreton.com. Hey, this is Kate. You found the Rebirth podcast, and this episode is for Monday, August the 3rd, in the year that lasted a decade, otherwise known as 2020. Nice to see you, nice to hear you, nice to be in your presence. I mean, it's weird to hear that, right? But actually, you know, if you found this podcast, then it's because we somehow feel connected, whether we've met each other or not, right? You have precious time and you're deciding to use it with me. You're listening to me, you could be listening to anything. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is the idea of thirst. You're like, wait, how is that connected? Because it's really basic and simple. You know, are we thinking about when we're choosing a podcast that we're actually saying like, here, here is space I have in my head and I'm letting you fill it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So water's like that. I recently wrote a blog post called How Can Water Help You Be More Creative? And if you're like, why was that your blog post title? I mean, you might not even have thought of that. But hey, did you know that if you are um, a writer, there's actually websites that can help you um, get catchier headline titles so that they're easy, they're more easily found, which increases the chances of them being read. And I recently acquiesced to that because I thought, well, the reason I'm writing and putting things on my blog is that people will read them, that I actually have this idea that things that I want to say, um, the alchemy of words is something that not only brings me joy, but can actually do good, you know, or offer some inspiration. So whether I always enjoy having to learn the mechanics of the modern world and how to have our thoughts found, the reality is the information plopped right into my lap and it would be relatively ludicrous for me not to to use it because why post something publicly and not make it easy for people to find it? So along the same vein, I noticed a couple of people say something to me in a short period of time about their own lives in relationship to water. And both women were talking about how, oh, you know, I might have just think that like, like life is too much and there's too many things going on. And then I'm like, wait, did I drink any water recently? Am I hydrated? And honestly, aside from breathing, it doesn't get much more simple than that. But how many times when you're spinning out, do you think about your body and basic maintenance? Yeah, I I mean, I'm always with a water bottle. And if you've been listening, you know, I have a small person and they, well, they're going to make sure that you always have hydration and snacks because they're, they're, it doesn't, 
it's not linear with them. They're like, I could have just had something, but I need something now. So it's kind of a side benefit of being around them is that you get to um, snack a little bit more than you did previously. <laughs> but the idea of thirst and water and solving your problems simply, solving your problems simply and thinking about that problems can be solved simply because I think in a time where there's so much information and so many options, we forget about simple and that there's a little bit of a curse in having access to the infinite possibility in that it creates confusion. You know, you, when someone says, do you want, you know, a sandwich or soup? Like that's helpful. You don't want the person to read you the entire menu. You tune out. You're like, oh my God, this is too much information. I don't know. Just pick something. So thirst. Are you drinking now? Did you just remember that you need more water? You know, also, if you are someone who drinks um, caffeinated or, um, you know, bubbly drinks, you kind of want to make sure that sometimes you're drinking in water. Heaven forbid if you're drinking all drinks that are unnaturally colored. <laughs> if your drink is iridescent, make sure you drink a glass of water after it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but I think we've just got, we've gotten into ease, but we've gotten away from simplicity. We've gotten really accustomed to options, yet we find it really hard to make a choice. So um, there's a gentleman by the name of Beautiful Painted Arrow, uh, Joseph Rael, and he is a Southern Ute elder, and I find his wisdom, I find his wisdom to be eye-opening, simple, magnificent, and grounding at the same time. He says, spoken words are constantly creating our universes because we are essences of perpetuity. Everything on the earth since the beginning of time has been and is being created by the sounds of words as they are spoken. When was the last time you thought about yourself being an essence of perpetuity. A friend of mine is teaching a year-long meditation course, and she said that the, the reason she feels that people don't meditate is not because they don't have enough time and not because they don't know how, but because they're afraid of themselves. And I completely agree. I think a lot of us have skill sets, skills to be connected and the availability, the ability, the ability, not the availability, but the ability to do so, but the discomfort um, that is underneath the surface is, can be scary. And so it's easier to just keep, you know, it's kind of like how we do construction. It's just easier to like tear down the whole thing as opposed to rebuilding except for the fact that we are essences of perpetuity and that we can't tear down the whole building and that sometimes we get really confused on why we're feeling the way that we're feeling 
but drinking a glass of water or sitting quietly to hear our own insight evades us. And hey, by the way, we were taught, we were taught not to, to listen to ourselves. Hate to say it because I definitely was a regurgitative learner, very type A personality, still am. And I was thinking about the fact that I um, was an English teacher and an English major, really liked to read and write. And one of the cornerstones ways of teaching someone to write is that they have a thesis and then they need to find three points to prove it. And then they need to find other people's opinions to validate their idea. Now listen, intrinsically, I actually don't think this is a whole horrendous thing to teach people because you do need to learn how there is the concept of learning how to structure your thought and finding, you know, reliable facts or details helps in critical thinking. However, I realized that I got really good at being like, oh, that would back up my point. Oh, that would back up my point. Whether it was, you know, literary analysis or a research paper or teaching other people to do the same thing. And then I'm realizing that in certain areas of my life, when it comes time to make a decision, I look for all these other signs that would, that would, that would back up my point, which is fine also, except for there are going to be times in life where the whole point between you and life is that you need to make the decision and choose yourself before you get all the really neat confirmations or colluding opinions. And there will be certain points that your thirst will dictate your fortitude for it to be quenched. Spoken words are constantly creating our universes because we are essences of perpetuity. Everything on the earth since the beginning of time has been and is being created by the sounds of words as they are spoken. How we speak to ourselves directly affects our filter. Dr. Emoto did that whole study on the on how you talk to water and how it affect, affects the crystalline structure. And then people very quickly put together that we're mostly water. And I just, this is not an original thought. I just saw this and I apologize that I didn't remember to cite the source about if you could see, if someone could see what you said about yourself, if they looked at you and what they could see on your skin was the thought that you said to yourself. What would they think? What would they see? There's a lot going on in the world right now. I think you're doing a fantastic job. And I also think that you know the next thing that you need to do. You know the simple thing. And sometimes you forget it because everything around us is, is steering us towards the more complicated, the more complex. And I want to tell you, I think you're doing a great job. And I think the next time that little voice tells you that it's something simple, I think you should try it and listen to it because that muscle is asking to be grown. Uncle Alva, my Lomi teacher would say, has said, in my opinion, continues to say, Everything you need was given to you at the time of your birth. 
everything you need was given to you at the time of your birth. If you see a newborn, it's really easy to see that that's true, that in their perfection. If you're around a disgruntled teenager, it's harder to see that. If you're existing in yourself in an adult body, it's hard, it's hard, it could be harder to believe that. And yet it's still true. And I think there's something about this human condition, this human experience, this, this messy chaos of beauty that is our life, is that we somehow, part of it is losing ourselves and journeying into these thoughts and opinions and coming back out the other side with alchemized wisdom and fortitude and faith in ourselves. But if you're looking for, if you are a meditator or if you're a contemplator, the idea I want to give you to tuck into your practice, your drive, your walk is opening up and entertaining the possibility that everything you need is already within you. Meaning, even if there's a skill set you don't know, the impetus to learn the skill set, the desire to achieve whatever that horizon you have will magnetize and put you in spaces where you'll meet the right people learn the right courses, be able to um, maintain the focus and the, I mean, you know, is it, the seed that you can then water and grow, right? So like it, if listened to, if believed in, if held, will light up the pathway for the next steps. Not that they'll be necessarily easy because hello, a lot of the greatest things that we've learned, done and experienced have come from tumultuous times. We might not want to have repeated them, but often they'll, they'll give us some sort of gold, even if it is the clarity of never wanting to go back down that road again. So for this Monday, drink, stay hydrated, because you know what, 2020 is not playing, so you need to be fully resourced inside of yourself. So hydrate, rest. And allow, if it feels okay, and it is a concept that you want to roll through perpetuity and be in the fabric of our community, that we were born with everything that we need, that our state of being is precious, then allow yourself to sit with that concept that everything you need was given to you the moment of your birth. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening.